And going a little farther, he fell on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Daughter, no matter if today is one of sorrow or one of joy, join us as we seek the Father's will with Jesus in the garden. Welcome back to the podcast. So <laughs> why do we always start with a like? <laughs> it's like always a W in a long because we're winners. Oh, I thought you were gonna say women. <laughs> women who win. W- women's ministry wins. wins. Yeah. Should we keep this or should <laughs> we start again? No, I think this is funny. Okay, great. Um, Olivia, how's it going? First of all. You know, it's gone okay. I feel a little exhausted overall. I've had an eventful. Would you li- would you like to share with the podcast world any sure. of the events of the past 24 hours? Well, we find ourselves recording the day after July 4th. Yes. And on July 4th, I may have had an allergic reaction and took a lot of Benadryl. So <laughs> here I am. A little tired. Yeah. We're very thankful that Olivia <laughs> is t- with us today. And mm-hmm. uh, we're thankful for that kid's Benadryl that just yeah, kept you... Yeah, kid's Benadryl really did it. ...going. I also had a, an eventful 4th of July, but not in the same way. You were brained out, weren't you? Yeah. We were um, in Arvada, and we kept... Like, the weather app kept saying, like raining now until 10 p.m. and we're like the sky is blue like we're good like it's blue not skies. raining and then like s- suddenly it was like torrential mm. downpour thunder severe thunderstorm warnings we, yep we were all like ha- we like got hailed on like as we like had this <laughs> tent out in this field with like a grill and we were <laughs> yeah we br- there were like food trucks and stuff there, but like we brought our own. You brought grill. your own grill. <laughs> oh, this so y'all, this sounds like very redneck of you. It, in a good way. It was redneck in a good okay, way. Okay, good. Um, but we, yeah, and we were like determined to, cause if we like left, the tent was gonna like fly. So we all just like stood there with, um, like grasping as hard as we could onto this tent as we're and. Yeah, it was... I wish there would have been a camera on both of our 4th of Julys. Uh, there is some video evidence of my 4th of evidence? July. I'll, I'll show you, Olivia, So, later. if you really like this episode of the podcast, <laughs> please DM Rachel, is it underscore Rager, <laughs> on Instagram for videos <laughs> of her 4th of July. <laughs> That's right. And if I like you, then <laughs> then we'll It's a test of we'll friendship. See. It is a test of friendship. Um, Olivia, I have a question for you. It's not about your 4th of July. Okay, what's your question? What era are you in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. First of all, can you explain this question to our listeners? I feel like this what originates does... with Taylor Swift, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, what, well, I don't know. Like, I feel like I use the term era because of you, so I need you well, to, Well, I think like, I use it, it because of Taylor Swift. Because of the eras? The eras tour that I get to see in a week very exciting but eras 
for you don't for those of you who don't know as you're listening, it's like how would you describe it's like a descriptor of your life right now. Mm. I would say. And you like go through different eras. Yes. So in the Taylor Swift reference, it's usually one of her albums of I'm in my fearless era. So you're like young and hopeful and love and very oh. country. Like oh. the themes from that album. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then if you're like in your reputation yeah. era. What is reputation? Um, like your bad girl era? I don't know. Really? Boss girl mm-hmm. vibes? Um, yeah, so I think that's where that originates, but... Um, yeah, what's your era? My, my era this summer is the, um, stay-at-home mom life. Okay. Um, just running around with my nanny kids. Oh, okay, I was gonna week. say, are you a mom? No. Okay. That would be a surprise, That's just it? your era. It's just my in. era. I, I see. I feel like I live like a stay-at-home mom as of late. I clean the house. Mm-hmm. I listen to podcasts. I read books. I love that. I go on walks. Okay, I you see. You know, I make um, friendship bracelets. I, you know, it's not really eventful. Oh, okay. But it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. But it's like, you know, like the mom that drops her kids off at school and you're like, what does she do all day? That's that's what I'm that figuring is, out. The eternal question persists. What era are you in, Rachel? Um, I'm also in a mom era, <laughs> despite not being a mother. <laughs> um, but I'm in my Caleb mom era. <laughs> so for those who don't know what Caleb is, Rachel, what's what's Caleb? <laughs> Positive, encouraging Caleb. Ninety-one point one FM, Denver. <laughs> Um, the fact that you've memorized is really sealing the deal. Positive, encouraging, K-love. Wow, we got someone to sing on the podcast. Yeah, it was supposed to be you, <laughs> not me. <laughs> we might have to edit that one out. Not even gonna lie about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just, okay, I love love music. I feel like we've talked about this mm-hmm. before on the I podcast. Have a, I have, like, a pretty strong distaste for it, yeah, but I'm really do. glad you love it. <laughs> it's just, like, so, and I'm working a job now where I have to drive uh, 25 to 40 minutes, depending on traffic, and I sometimes I just get tired of, like, choosing my own music for that long. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like I don't know what to listen to, so I yeah. just pop on Caleb. And we see whatever they're whatever listening prophetically to. they want you that's to right. also listen to. That's right. The same like four songs. Over and <laughs> yeah, over again. consistency. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I don't know. What what are other things that are like oh yeah, I now voice text <laughs> and, and But I'll... not like voice memos. Not <laughs> not those. She does do those too, but it's like she says, Hey Siri, text <laughs> Olivia <laughs> blah 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 and it says sent using siri yeah and i really appreciate those uh-huh. so i think yeah that's kind of caleb mommy mm. um that <laughs> nope that's not what that sounded like i meant like as an adjective the caleb mommy <laughs> jeez okay well, maybe we should talk about yeah, our philippi t- era yeah we should <laughs> we should talk about the philip let's move forward <laughs> passing this so paul's hit album philippians is what we're <laughs> transitioning to we're, we're finishing up chapter two today aren't we we are 
That's crazy. I feel like this is a section of scripture that I usually try to breeze through and not really pay attention to much. Yeah, can you believe we uh, devoted an entire episode to this little section in Philippians 2? To our two best friends, Timothy and Epaphroditus. Epaphroditus, that's right. What a fun name. I'm gonna name my kid that. Probably not. You go for it, girl. (laughs) What would his nickname be like? Paffy? (laughs) That's what I was gonna say. Um, Yeah, I can't think of anything else. We should probably read the text. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, do you want to read it? I can read it, yeah. Okay, okay, thanks. Okay, we're in Philippians chapter 2, verse 19. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be cheered by your news, by news of you. For I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. For they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know Timothy's proven worth, how as a son with a father he has served with me in the gospel. I hope therefore to send him just as soon as I see how it will go with me. And I trust in the Lord that shortly I myself will come also. I have thought it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier, and your messenger and minister to my need. For he has been longing for you all and has been distressed because you heard that he was ill. Indeed, he was ill, near to death, but God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but also, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I am the more eager to send him, therefore that you may rejoice at seeing him again, and that I'm, that I may be less anxious. So receive him in the Lord with all joy and honor, such men. For he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. Wow. I had a hard time reading that. That's okay. This is a long little section. It is a long little section with big words like... Big words. Epaphroditus. <laughs> Give me grace. I had a lot of Benadryl in my system <laughs> less is, than 24 hours ago. This is ago. really true. Honestly, anything that Olivia says today, we're just amazed by. <laughs> we're amazed. She's forming words. Yeah. Look at her. That's right. Um, So, Olivia, this, um, I don't know, this section seems kind of meaningless to me. Mm-hmm. Are you playing devil's advocate? I am playing devil's advocate. That was a joke, you guys. I didn't actually mean that. Um, tell me, what do you, what do you think? What, why is this in here? Why is this in here? That's a good question, Rachel. Really good. <laughs> I, I think it's cool to see how Paul has gone through this pattern of giving this example of Christ. Um, he is going to give an example of himself in chapter 3, but now he takes the time to give an example of Christ following through these two. And these, are, in your words that you said before we started, these are the best of the best yeah. that Paul has to send. Yeah. Why are they the best of the best, Rachel? Yeah, it's clear that in, in what Paul says here, um, especially like verse 20, talking about Timothy, for I have no one else like-minded who genuinely care about your interests. Mm. All seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know his proven character because he has served with me in the gospel ministry like a father with a, like a son with a father. Mm. And I, yeah, it's really clear that Paul cares a lot about the church in Philippi. And he's like, so 
context, he's in prison. Yep. So he can't just, like, pop on over to Philippi right now. No. He really can't. He would like to. It's, he makes it clear mm-hmm. that he would like to. And he's like, man, if I can't be there, I'm going to send the best of the best, which is Timothy. And then, but it's cool, too, to see, like, Epaphroditus was who the Church of Philippi sent to Paul mm-hmm. to take care of him. So it's like, Paul's sending Timothy, they've sent Epaphroditus. Yeah. So they've sent the best of their best because Paul being in prison, he would have to, like, provide his own money and meals and all of the things. Like, people would have to take care of you in prison. Mm-hmm. So they're sending the best of the best Epaphroditus with this gift yeah. from the church saying, okay, we want to take care of you. And he's like, I'm going to send Timothy to minister to you as yeah. you're sending someone to minister to me. Yeah. And um, I think it's cool to think, too, that likely it's Epaphroditus who's now come back to mm-hmm. give the letter to the church in Philippi. Mm-hmm. I can I just imagine that they're sitting there reading it. And whether Epaphroditus is reading the letter out himself or he's like standing there he like starts like blushing <laughs> as, <Me. laughs> as paul is like my brother co-worker and fellow soldier <laughs> as well as your messenger and minister to my need he's like oh my gosh or they're like patting me. him on the back <laughs> yeah good job pappy um <laughs> pappy <laughs> that's so bad um okay so why is that important olivia that Paul is sending the best of the best and that the church in Philippi is sending their best of the best to mm-hmm. to Paul. What do you think the importance of that is? I think this is a clear picture of looking like Christ, of how these two men both have these a selfless heart that reflects Christ. Yeah. Um which is a very rare thing. I think I think Paul shows that in calling out how great these men are. Um, and how sacrificial they are at loving, like how Timothy is being sacrificial and putting the needs of the church above any needs of his own and how Epaphroditus risked his life to come be with Paul. Like these, these are not small things to do. Um, and I think it's an encouragement to the church of Philippi of like, be more like them. Like it just as Paul oftentimes like imitate me as I imitate Christ. I think he's also like speaking outside of himself like there's more examples than just me too yeah so it's i i think it's a really important thing especially if too you're looking to be like in ministry or to serve people in any capacity yeah if you're not selfless and if you're not sacrificial your ministry won't be successful yeah that's great and and i think more than just like working in ministry i think what we get here is a really clear picture of discipleship Mm -hmm. um that exactly like what uh, you said, Olivia, of like Paul saying, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Like we get this model of like disciples making disciples. Like mm. if as we look back even to like uh, Matthew 28, the Great Commission, uh, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded. So often we think of that as like the missions like verse, mm-hmm. but like that's like the discipleship verse yeah. and that applies um, local as well as around the world. Um, just like this model that we see that like our Lord like is so focused on these like personal relationships Mm. he's focused on a personal relationship with us but more than that he's like 
focused on like our personal relationships with others and like that's how the kingdom grows Mm. is like these relationships that like follow after each other and like what a cool example that we have here in philippians of like hey this is the fruit of this like i'm a disciple who's gonna make disciples and what like a beautiful picture that we have like like paul's focus is so on so much on christ and so much not on his own personal ministry Hmm. that he doesn't care who's doing the ministry he's like hey if it's not gonna be me it's gonna be like these people Hmm. who like are the best of the best in in ministry and like hey the focus doesn't have to be on me and it shouldn't be on me but like the focus is on christ and i just think like man when i'm at the end of my life like how cool and how sweet would it be to be like you know what i can't like i'm going to pass away like i i'm only here for you know 80 years on this Mm -hmm. earth but like to be doing life with people who are younger than us to be like confident like they're gonna continue the ministry Mm -hmm. they're gonna continue the mission and i think that that's what we see here paul is has some urgency in this letter since he is in prison Mm -hmm. and so he um recognizes that like his ministry is not in vain and his ministry is going to continue not because of him Mm -hmm. but because of christ and this model that we see christ has set up of disciples making disciples i love that and i think in that model of disciples making disciples it's not just about numbers and like reduplicating really quickly or just getting initial um salvations but i think paul also shows here it's an intimate thing and it's built on deep relationships Mm -hmm. um it was a book it was the book you gave me to read the the half of the church or the other half of church and yeah talking about how we're really quick to be numbers focused yeah right now and just make disciples make disciples make disciples but how are you preserving disciples yeah and i think paul displays that in timothy really well of i mean we keep going back to these verses of they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ, but you know Timothy's proven worth um, and how he has served in the gospel. Like, Timothy knows the sheep of, like, the Philippian church. Paul knows that the sheep of the Philippian church need a shepherd like Timothy. Yeah. Um, I think that's really sweet. So, I'm, I think we're continually reminded of that in this letter as Paul's intimate relationship with the Philippians. And so discipleship making disciples i i feel like is in vain if there's not deep relationship that goes with it totally yeah and that's like that's 100 percent. like it can be really easy for us to focus on the fruit of ministry and i think like what we see here even the examples of like who paul gives is like hey these are the people i'm sending to you even in his examples timothy and epaphroditus like they focus on Christ. Like, their eyes are on Christ Mm -hmm. in their ministry and not on the fruit of ministry. And I think, like, that's a really good example of, like, man, when we are, when we're serving the Lord and, uh, like, to be clear, any occupation, like, you don't have to be in vocational ministry. Mm -hmm. Like, every believer is doing ministry in some area of life, like, wherever the Lord places them. Like, if we have our eyes focused on the fruit of what we're doing, uh, we're going to be disappointed every time because mm-hmm. we're looking to ourselves, which we're actually, like, going to talk more about this next week because um, Paul goes into, like, 
the difference between our relationship with the Lord versus like what we're doing for the Lord. And Mm -hmm. so um, we'll get into that more next week. But I think that, um, yeah, when anytime we're in ministry, we have to keep our eyes so set on Christ. Um, And this is the example of like the selflessness and the sacrificial love that we see in Timothy and Epaphroditus. Hmm. So good. And what, what do you think it's, intentional that Paul puts this right before the next passage we're going to get to. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> totally. Well, I think um well, it's something for us to like at, at the end of um Philippians 3 we'll go back and like look at this more. But um, just like a little foreshadowing to next week. Um, But we're going to talk about how Paul says, like, listen, I have all of these qualifications Mm -hmm. to be considered like the best Christian ever. Um, Like he's like, I I have righteousness. Like I Mm -hmm. have like the bloodline. I like was circumcised like in accordance to the law. Like he he talks about all these things. He's like, but I count that as loss. Like I count Mm -hmm. that as nothing. Yep. Um, but it's sandwiched between him talking about Timothy and Epaphroditus who are working for the kingdom mm-hmm. and um, also this section about like reaching towards like um, the goals of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's very purposeful because it's like, listen, just because our worth doesn't come from what we do, that doesn't mean that we stop doing work for the kingdom. Hmm. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yes. I, I want to zone in a little bit, too, here on when Paul describes Epaphroditus as yeah. a brother, worker, and soldier. I think those are really cool um, descriptors for, I mean, that I would love to be labeled with, too. I'm going to, for our purposes, I'm going to change it to sister, whoa, worker, whoa, and whoa, soldier, whoa. <laughs> just because we're not brothers. <laughs> I love it. Um, but... In a commentary that both Rachel and I like, I love they gave like many descriptions of these words, and it was like brother, a relationship to be enjoyed. A worker speaks of a job to be done, um, and a soldier speaks of a battle to be fought. And I love that because I was like, okay, since chapter two is more looking at the inner relationships inside the church um, with fellow believers, all of that jazz, um, as sisters, like. We have intimate relationships to be enjoyed with those around us. Um, as workers, we all have jobs to be done, like whatever your job. Maybe if it's student right now in this season, if it's um, occupation, if it's ministry um, in like the business workplace or in a church, like whatever yeah. it may be, you have a job to be done. Um, and then as a soldier, like there's a spiritual battle to fight every day. Yeah. Ooh, this is so good. Like, what if these were, like, the three things that, like, we, like, carried with us of, like, hey, what is life supposed to look like? It's, like, man, we are, mm-hmm. we're, we're brothers and sisters with each other. Like, we have yeah. intimate relationships with others. We, we are workers. Like, we, we're here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why like we're on this earth like we have a job that that we're doing whether that's an mm. actual job or something else yeah but like we are here to to work uh yeah and then here to like fight a battle that like we know mm. the battle is already won we know that there is victory but that doesn't mean that like we we take our eyes off of christ i love those three things. i love that i even 
sitting here, I'm thinking, that's almost a good checklist for your day. Yeah. Of, like, have I taken care of those three areas? Like, that, this is so good, Olivia. <laughs> like, have I um, poured into brother-sister in Christ relationships today? Have I been filled up by those today, too? Because yeah. it's both. Um, like, who have you reached out to? Who have you been connected with? Who have you had conversation with? And that can be your roommate. It can be your mom. It You know, it, <laughs> yeah. it can be anything. Um, because all of, like, that's an equal playing field that we're all brothers and sisters. And then what have I done to work well for the glory of God today? Like, in, in whatever job or place or school or season, whatever he's put me in, wh- have I done my work to the best that I can for the glory of God? Yeah. And then how how have I fought the spiritual battle today? Have I been in the word? Have I been praying? You know, yeah. that's, I feel like that's a good way to look at your day. I, yeah, I love this. This is really great. Olivia and I are like looking at each other like, this is like a new <laughs> revelation for us. We did not discuss We did not plan that before. No. But now Olivia and I are like, wow, my, the <laughs> perspective of my day has like fully changed. Yeah, that's, it's a, it's a great list. Um, I feel like that's, do you ever have, like, a bedtime list where you go through, like, the things you did that day? Yeah. I feel like I would love to start using this as, like, a checklist for my day of, like, okay. Right. And I love even, like, um, yeah, just the intentionality in mm-hmm. each of those things. That if we, like, view our days through, like, th- this lens, it, there there's intentionality mm-hmm. to it. It's not just like, um, I think of, don't laugh at me. The song, <laughs> uh, The Motions by <laughs> Matthew West. See, I, told I love you. that song. Caleb Mamera. Caleb that, Mamera. That's a good song. That song slaps. <laughs> Is that don't what the kids say? to be hip with the kids okay. now. <laughs> it's either Caleb Mom or hip, one or the other. Um, but just, like, even the lyrics of that, like, I don't want to go through the motions. I don't want to go mm-hmm. one more day without your all-consuming grace inside of me. Are you impressed that I could just, like, off the cusp? I'm, like, thinking of the riff that he, like, <laughs> sings to go with it. Sing it. No. We just had a weird noise happen in our office as we're recording, so don't mind that. We're in, like, the most makeshift, like, podcast studio today ever. It's really good, though. But, no, I fully agree with you. Like, I feel like, especially on a hard day, especially on a day that's been hard to walk through. Yeah. To pull myself back and look at those things. Even, even like, in a hard day to be like, okay, I'm proud of myself that today I connected with brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of myself that I went and fought the battle in the word of God today and took it to the Lord. Like. Yeah. It's encouraging, too. It's, I feel like it's. It would be a big encouragement to me. Yeah. No, that's so good. Yeah. And, and yeah, why I bring up the song from Matthew West is, like, I just feel like it's really easy for us to fall into this, like, um, I'm just going through the motions. I'm just going day to day. Life feels kind of meaningless. I don't really know, like, what I'm doing. I don't know, like, why I'm here. I just feel stuck in these patterns mm-hmm. in my life. And, um, well, first of all, like, literally... <laughs> go listen to like that song like there's something Mm -hmm. it's something like really powerful even like declaring that Mm -hmm. like in our own lives like I don't want to go through the motions Mm -hmm. like I'm not gonna go one more day and like 
even to like have a list like that like a simple like hey this is what I need to accomplish today or this is what I did accomplish today or like here here are the goals like there are like those three things there is like eternal meaning to those things um because like our relationships with others last our relationships with with the lord and with like other believers that lasts to eternity Mm -hmm. like we know that like work is um like what we're like created to create because Mm -hmm. work is before the fall like we see adam and eve are are working before the fall and then um like fighting this spiritual battle which Mm. like we talked about this a little bit a few episodes ago but this like run the race with endurance and throw off the sin that so easily entangles like I think like that is what it means to like fight this spiritual battle Mm. on a daily basis is to like um by the grace of God throw off the sin that Mm. so easily entangles Mm. this this has eternal impact too I love that yeah this isn't just for today in this earth but it's for forever I'm I'm also thinking of a song yeah. I don't remember the title of it, but it's, um... Is it a Caleb song? It's not if it a is, Caleb song. I could probably figure it out. Okay, no. It's, um, I probably don't know it then. It's by Brian and Katie Torwalt. Who? <laughs> They're... They don't play them on Caleb. I don't know them. It's <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, the, the opening verse of the song is, like, how quickly we forget the God um, who lives in every day. How easily we lose sight that you reside in the mundane. Oh, yes. Um, and then, it like, the course of it's, like, oh, my soul, remember who you're talking to. Um, yep. The only one who death bows to. Um, and all this stuff. But it's, like, we do quickly forget. I mean, that's something, on a personal note, I've been struggling with lately, is finding him in little moments and calling those wins and calling those joys. Because summer has looked a lot different for me than I expected and a lot heavier And so it's been harder for me to be like, okay, you reside in this mundane moment. You are bringing joy through this small thing. This is this little glimpse. But I think I'm going to start using this checklist to be like, okay, like this is, this is where I saw the Lord today. This is good. Like, like preaching to my soul of, okay, the Lord was in this today. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. I just think, um, there's another, um, podcast that I love so we're like plugging other podcasts on here today um but it's called glorious in the mundane and like Mm. that is like the whole premise of it it's a it's a beautiful podcast um but just this whole idea of like how do we find the glory of the lord in the Mm. small everyday things because that's like that like how gracious of our god to be there in like those small things like Mm -hmm. that's how much our our god like loves us that's like how great he is that like we find him in the Mm. small everyday things like we don't have to like be on a mountaintop we don't have to be in the valley like Mm. and we will find the lord there but like in the in-between of those things like Mm. we like find the lord there as well that's so good (laughs) I love that. This, I think this episode has turned out very different than we this expected. This is so different than, than we expected. Uh, Olivia, is there any last things that you would say about this um, passage here? I had one more little thing that I really liked. And, love it. Um, uh, Paul says at the end of this little section that... Do-do-do-do. Um... 
why can't I find it? Oh, verse 30 of, for he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. And so when he says risking here, it's more like the Greek for gambling. Did you see this when you were preparing too? <laughs> yeah. I loved this, but <laughs> yeah, like early, too. early church lingo, they would call believers the gamblers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, weird. Okay. Tell me more. And it was, they risked their lives to show the love of Christ. Yeah. I, I just love that. Like, not regarding your life, gambling it for the sake of showing people that they are loved by Christ. Yeah. Like, I want to be called a gambler, you know? Yeah, a gambler for a the gambler Lord. A gambler for the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was just one last thing, but just kind of closing thoughts of... Um, I remember when we taught this in the Bible study at school of looking for people in our lives who are like Timothy and Epaphroditus to us, looking for people to imitate yeah um, who who do follow these models really well um seek out those people um and then seek to become like them seek to become like timothy and epaphroditus um but yeah. also encourage one another as we try yeah to look more like christ um because there are good days there are bad days there is mundane um but encouragement is good in every one of those yeah um, I think, sorry, I'm like getting distracted. We have, we're in, if y'all hear any laughter in the background, we're in it's an office <laughs> right, right now. Um, and, uh, they're having some fun out there. Um, but I think, yeah, I just think this idea of, um, exactly like what Olivia's saying, I would say that too on the flip side of like, not only who are the people who are pouring into you, but who are the people that like you're going to be pouring into Mm. and like, who are, who like thinking of yourself as Paul, who's your Timothy? Like, who are the people in your life that you're like, man, this is ministry Mm. to me means pouring into like these people. And, um, yeah, I just think like putting like eternal perspective on everything that we're doing and everything that we're talking about of like exactly what verse 30 says like risking everything Mm -hmm. being gamblers like for the lord like if we have eternity in mind then like we understand like how worth it it is Mm -hmm. to like put things on uh, to put our life on the line really and to and to risk everything Mm -hmm. um for for christ and um yeah to like uh, I think the last thing I would say is imagine if your name could be pl- put in place of Timothy or Epaphroditus mm. here. Like, to me, that's a, like, well done, good and faithful servant type mm. thing. If, yeah. like, what if we were known for the things that Timothy and Epaphroditus were known for? Mm. Like, that is, like, a, a race well run. Yeah. What do you want your legacy to be? Yeah. Mm. And the answer has to be Christ. Yeah. Like, that's the only legacy that will last mm-hmm. into eternity mm-hmm. is Christ. Oh, that's so good. I hope I hope you feel encouraged as you listen to this yeah. today. I think Rachel and I are leaving this episode really encouraged, too. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. May the Lord bless you. A little bit really when, good lean in lean in lean in with us lean in lean into this time in lean the garden on me when you're, you're not strong, strong and i'll be your friend <laughs> i forgot I'll the lyrics you carry on <laughs>
you know this is going to end oh. up somewhere, right? <laughs>